Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real. He's no joker, original. He's no poser, no competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Uh, yeah, uh, it's Monday. Yeah, here we go. First, kind of first show of a full week, Taz Show Jones. And again, that open, for those that missed it Friday, is just outstanding audio. The music is great by my man, Bazanji. And also, major shout out to Lean Mean, one of the true supporters of the Taz Show from Jump. He did all that video, and it's just badass. I can't thank. That's a that's a great collaboration. I think the words is uh, what they call it there. So uh, very excited about a full week of the 2017 Taz show coming at you. Did a little tie, uh, live test run Jones on um, Friday, which a lot of you folks got into, and I appreciate all you guys that listened to it live or watched it live. We did a live fancy draft. Seth, myself, and the lumberjack himself, Dennis Jones. And uh, so thank you for everybody who downloaded it or watched it. I appreciate that. It got a lot of buzz, and uh, which is awesome. If you want to call the show, it's a very simple process here, guys. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475. That's a 2948. 866-475-2948, bitches. And uh, also, I have to introduce the uh, esteemed, esteemed producer of the Taz Show, and that is uh, Dennis Lumberjack. Uh, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Taz, how was your weekend? Please, don't. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I don't do the weekend thing. I know. I don't do the radio happy ass joy stuff. I don't do the. All right. How me... was you? Don't just say just just say nothing. Hey, I don't know what to say. Good morning. No, we don't say that I either. Know. <laughs> two There's for two. There's a lot of rules. You're two for two. We do the good moment. You don't have to say good moment. You could actually, maybe that could be your shtick where you hack Mike Johnson and Screw say everything up. No, no, I didn't say that. You're jumping ahead. You're up. Cut Jones here. No, what I'm saying is maybe you do the good moment to me right out of the box, or maybe you just say, you just grunt, or maybe just say something that you normally would say. Timber! Maybe not that, but something. I don't know we're what workshopping. that is. We are. We, right. we got, listen, we got, look, we're on the cusp of 300 shows here on the Taz Show. This week, I don't know which day, will be the 300th show. Do you know the day? I don't know the day. 298 is today, 299 is tomorrow, so Wednesday, if my oh, math is right. man, you are a genius. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's a big deal. So we have another 300 shows to come up with something for you. That's easy. <laughs> I'm telling you. You kid, it's a layup. We can come up with something. Will you stop? Stop, man. People are calling the show already. All the jobbers, they're at it already. They're all excited. Oh, the 10 show's back. Yes. All right, well, I'll tell you, another guy who shares a similar disposition as me will be a guest on the Taz Show, and that's none other than Bully Ray. Yes, Bully Ray, a man also known as uh, Bubba Ray Dudley from the esteemed multi-time 16, 17-million-time tag team champions known as the Dudley Boys. Bully's an ECW original, one of my best friends uh, probably uh, ever. People let me tell you about my best friend. Oh, yeah. Sound effects store downstairs opened early today. They were getting that after, after, you know, the week. The week, they start early. You know what I'm saying? Got to talk some football here in a minute. Going to talk about that. Had a lot of thoughts and opinions on the old uh, NFL. A lot of stuff going on there. Uh, a lot of stuff pissed me off. And some stuff, 
I'm a little happy about, of course, my Seahawks, but I'll get into that in a little bit. And thoughts and opinions. I'll get into that right away. I'm also going to give you guys a raw preview later on. We'll do that. Uh, also, some folks might be on the gimmick chat over at TazShow.com, where you can communicate with each other just as you used to do with Facebook Live. There will not be Facebook Live today. We might do it tomorrow, okay? Uh, if you want to call in also, as I said before, call the show, no problem. But we have a new incoming call concierge. Oh, yes. And his name is Anthony, okay? Some might call him Anthony. I call him Anthony, all right? It's kind of a New York... Brooklyn, you know, Italian thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, good, Dennis. Good. It's great talking to you, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's like Anthony is. I, I had cousins that were named Anthony. And we, you know, it's just like no one ever called, like, the, the family. We didn't call him Anthony. Anthony's a very, if you say it like Anthony, it's very uh, regal. Regal. Yeah, you read my mind. If, if, but, you know, New York Street slang, you know, Paisan feel. It's Anthony. And you're, you are a lumberjack, so you kind of have your own dialect. Anthony. Yes, Anthony. Timber! By the way, bro, so that video of your twin brother at the, uh, <laughs> the Youngstown was playing. Who were they playing? The college football game. Uh, oh, I can't remember who they were playing. I watched, oh, James Madison. James Madison. I actually watched the game. And I didn't watch the whole game. I watched some of the game. And I saw that clip live. I should have known because I was there. I don't know how I forgot. <laughs> Dude, that, if you want to know, if you want to see this thing, go to my Twitter feed. You retweeted it, right? Yes, I did. And uh, did we put up a little third uh, video, Brian, of, uh, of Dennis's uh, Twitter handle? Because I know he was pissed off on Friday. Because uh, <laughs> I was, co I was complaining. No, you you have an egomaniac. Yeah, but but yeah, you, for those that are uh, that have not seen this footage of this dude at the Youngstown James Madison College football game on Saturday. Yes, there's a guy in the audience who either looked like Action Bronson, although I know him as Bronzolini, uh, or you. And Action Bronson probably has about a hundred something pounds on you. Uh, That's being generous. Thank you. No, he does. He's, that was he's, kind of yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, you know, I follow uh, Action Bronson. He follows me. Great guy. Yes. We'd love to have him in. And uh, he cooks, well, too, so I Chef know. Mike's he, got competition. Dude, he's a legit chef. Yeah. And Chef Mike. And by the way, speaking of Chef Mike, he's the man. That's yeah. number one. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. He's number one. Number two, a great find by you. Really, i got to give you credit. Great find. Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. I can't take credit for it. Well, I, I'm giving you credit, sir, and that doesn't happen much. So, so uh, You know what? I will take it. Never yes. mind. You have to, because it could change Thank rapidly. You. Rapido. Okay? This is not CBS Sports Radio where all the hosts are nice and friendly. That's, excuse me. I wouldn't say that over <laughs> there. <laughs> would I fit in there in that attitudinal deal going on there or you not would really? Be, you'd be king of the ring. Really? Top dog. What about the Tiki? Tiki Bob is the man, bro, no? See... About Brendan Tierney. No, those guys are great guys. Great, great guys, but you'd come in there right off the bat. It's oh, like yeah. when you go to prison. First yeah. thing you do, the new guy, just knock the guy punch out. the guy in the I mouth. You'd come in and you'd... <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Look, enough of that. Look, look, here's the thing. Okay, you're doing a great job. You find Chef Mike. You mentioned Action Bronson. That's a good point. Action Bronson is a legitimate chef. I... Man, could you imagine down the road? This would be tough to do because Action Bronson would basically say F off. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to do a little cook-off. Somewhere like in Queens, in the street, you know, with, with Chef Mike and Action Bronson. I got an idea. What is it? So remember how Chef Mike said he would love to have us there? Oh, yeah. Action Bronson seems like the kind of guy who thrives oh. in road games. We bring Bronson 
to Boilermakers. Yes. Brings the crowd. Chef Mike's got to love that. Yeah. The chance to compete against one of the all-time chef greats, the Wolfgang Pucks, the Bobby Flays, the Action Bronsons. Dig it! I Those, think it's great. I think it's great. I like where you're going. I, and then we just, you know, we bring Chef Mike's food, Action Bronson's food. Hmm. Their love for wrestling. We bring it all together. And we eat the food. Well, duh, that goes without right, saying. No, we eat the food. Yeah, we get yeah. video Brian. We get Seth. We get crying Brian. The whole team, we come. Does Anthony get to come? Anthony gets to come, of course. But you know what? Let me backtrack. Crying Brian does not come. Because crying Brian, all the food that was supposed to be for me, yes. crying Brian yes. ate all the food. He ate my red velvet pancakes. I had three Becks, and I only ate one. He ate the other two. Uh, and he's just walking by, smiling, lying, and laughing. Yeah, yeah, video Brian. Uh, video Brian. Crying Brian. He's walking around with his fancy shirt on today. Yeah, I saw him. Laughing at him. Laugh, giggling like a little kid. Like a little punk kid, you little prick. His yeah. belly's still full from Friday. You know, my food, that bastard. All right, so anyway, uh, that's the deal on that. So yeah, maybe we ought to work at that, that cookout. Can you uh, put that together? I can definitely reach out to Chef Mike. He's easily obtainable. <laughs> I feel like Bronson is... <laughs> Bronson's a little tough to track down. <laughs> so wait a minute. You, so you, you you said he's a great guy, Action Bronson. Do you know him? Not personally, but oh. as a um, as a fellow redheaded, as a ginger beard man, yes, and large, a large one at that. Large man, yes. We have a kinship. Oh, interesting. The okay. two of us, and then the uh, the guy from the James Madison Youngstown State game this weekend. No one cares. Okay, great. So um, so now so now you'll try to put that together. Like I said, Bronson and I follow each other. We DM'd a couple of times. And then I haven't heard from him in about two months. But um, I got to try and get this together. I think you have a good idea. We do it over at Boilermakers. Uh, Bronson's a real New York guy. He'll hustle right over there, and we'll do it up, and that'd be great. We'll do a live remote. God, we just said craziness. And we win, because who gets to eat? Well, we get to eat, of course. And I get people listening or watching the show, because I got Bronson on it. People love Action Bronson. He's oh, the man. Who the, how could you Give not? Me, not to do a collaboration rap gimmick with him and Bazanji. Just putting me over. Look Both at, of them just putting me over. That'd be great. Look at it. We're bringing everybody together. It's unbelievable. It's a show, bringing people together. Yeah, but you know, you got to be careful. Some of those hip hop guys, you try to put them together. We don't they, want to rap beef. Well, no, they get beat. They get mad at each other. You know, and then it's like next thing I know, I'll have Bazanji. I'm done. I'm done with you, Taz. I'm done. I'm done with the tablets. I don't need that. You know, if that happens, that's a problem. You know, so I have to have my boy. The open's too good to, to lose Bazanji. He'll just take the open, he'll just be gone. We, can't have, we can't have that. The open will just be that cool video by Lee Mean and then like. No audio. It'll just be like no me, music. Me and you will have to rap. And nobody like, wants to hear that. Hip hop, a heavy, the heavy, the hip hop. Great song. Yeah, this should go, gangs. So anyway, uh, a lot of people calling the show. We'll get into that in a little bit here. Like I said, uh, I got to talk a little football. We, you know, we usually have a little fancy uh, bed of uh, kind of like yeah, no, no here memo Jones. It's like a little, like a little low bed of um, a kind of a NFL CBS music underneath. The host of the show, the award-winning host. Did you call me a co- what'd you call no, me? I said let me concoct something. What the hell? I did not call you that. What are you calling me that for? I, I no, so so uh, like I said later on, Bully Ray will be on the show uh, probably in about one hour, and looking forward to talking to Bully. He's actually going to be in uh, New Jersey doing a really cool raw VIP party um, at a place called Game Time. So it's like a big uh, crazy place where they have like uh, crazy games and it's food and it's like. Uh, Nuts. People are having fun, you know, and, and so he'll be over there. You could go there and watch Raw with him, uh, with Bully, over there in Jersey. Bully will get into that. He'll plug that, and uh, he'll be doing that. So he's, you know, there's always like this, um, 
There's always been this, uh, before I get rolling here, and I, I, some things I want to talk about with Kenny Omega, too. I'll get into that in a second. I talked a little about it on Friday. But, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's interesting that Bully is going to be tonight, like I said, doing a Raw VIP party, watching Raw with fans, and that's cool. And Bully's a great guy, and, and he's a funny guy, and he's an entertaining guy, ultra-successful guy. And the thing is, and the thing is, it's like, I, I've seen things online, like, about my, myself, or, or I don't think Bully was on there, where some goofy-ass website recently said, oh, top, whatever, 20 guys in wrestling you don't want to meet. Fans don't want to meet because when you meet them at a, a signing or something like that, they act like ass. You know, and uh, to me, it's like, you know, it, it, to me, it, it's cool. To me, it's, um, it's like, what, 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 you don't even know me. I, I've never acted like a schmuck. You know, uh, at no friggin' signing, unless someone act like a douche to me, then I'll then I'll be a real douche back. I mean, I I don't know why, but it's the rep, and I think Bully kind of has a similar rep. If I don't mind reeling me into me right now, <laughs> so and I'll talk to him about that later on. But it it's a big misconception. You know, I'm a I'm a fun loving guy, lumberjack. You see this? It's the only reason I came here. Of course, it's not the money. It, well, it was more the food, actually. <laughs> I knew I could. Weasel my way into a, a nice career in, in eating, yeah, a food the tasting. The food. Uh, also tonight uh, is the big freaking stuff. I'm going to get to the NFL here in a second, but you got the college gimmick, the Natty Championship tonight with Alabama and Clemson. Oh, man. Are we giving predictions? We're going to have to give one a little while. Um, I'm, I'm saying, oh, man, because I, I freaking want to watch. <sighs> I want to watch the game, but I got to watch Raw because I want to watch Raw. And it's like you said to me before the show. I thought you have two TVs. You're a big famous man. I have listen. I have a. I have a. I have a basically a compound full of TVs. I have a plethora of TVs. But I only could focus on one thing at a time. I can't like I don't have the ability to, you know, because then my mind is all over the place. You know, football, wrestling, this, that. Uh, uh, loud, no loud, yes, no. Day, night, it's cold, hot. Just, you know, I'm all over. You know, I can't be, I got to be one Focus Jones. So if I'm watching Raw, people expect a pretty good, true opinionated, uh, unbiased, un, what's the word, uh, propaganda-filled Raw reaction. And I have to really pay attention to Raw to do that. So if I'm watching the Natty Championship, Alabama and Clemson, it's hard. It's hard to do both. So I might throw in a friggin' blank VHS and tape it. That's what I'm thinking of doing. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's well, the best way, best quality. Yeah, I might throw it in. The video of Ryan's popping right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what else? So football in a 3-2-1. Or a 4-5-6. There you go. All right, that's even better. Ooh. A little down, a little down. Yeah, so uh, it all went down yesterday, kids. A little NFL action. Playoff Jones. Oh, yeah. They're running around the NFL wildcard weekend. Tell you this right now. A little pissed off. I wanted the Raiders to win. They didn't. Houston defeats Oakland 27-14, and I'm not happy about it. I feel bad for the Raider Nation. I feel really bad because Derek Carr, once he went down, you know, what was it, two weeks ago, week ago, whatever it was, that was just nailing the coffin jokes. And 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 it just and I I was I was pulled for them because I want to see who will be the AFC team to really rise to go play the Patriots and beat the piss out of the Patriots. That's all I care about. 
I know. Now, I don't think Houston's that team, even though the Brock Waswala, I think I said his name right, he was 14 to 25, 168 yards with one touchdown. The Lamar Miller had 31 carries for 78 yards, one touchdown. And DeAndre Hopkins, five receptions, 67 yards, one touchdown. DeAndre, either your name is D or your name is Andre. It's not DeAndre the Giant. Right or wrong? Like, I don't know. That kind of rolls off the yes. tongue. DeAndre the Giant? Wouldn't an Italian say, oh, DeAndre the Giant? Well, yeah, it would be D-A, Andre the Giant. This, this is D-E, DeAndre. And it's like one word, DeAndre. DeAndre, who the hell? It's like, this is like not DeAndre the Giant. Like, what is that? It's the Andre the Giant. Or Andre the Giant. We're going to have to reach out to him. No, who? DeAndre. We're going to have to get him on. What do you mean, no? Listen, I'm just telling you that your name should either be D or just Andre. So I'm going to call him Andre Hopkins from now on. Not DeAndre Hopkins. That work? I'll cross that out. Perfect. Okay. So DeAndre Hopkins, who's legit? Okay. You know, he's legit. There's no doubt about that. So now, uh, look, I, I watched the game. It, it, the game kind of sucked. I got to be honest with you. The quarterback play, everything, just the whole thing just kind of sucked to me. I mean, you know, Brock looked okay. But Houston, they got a good defense, right? I mean, I mean, uh, I, 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 now what do they do? They got to play the, the Patriots, right? Next they play Saturday the night. Patriots Saturday night. In Foxborough. Yes. Oh, the Jesus. early Vegas lines this morning I saw, the Patriots are favored by 16 points already. Two touchdowns and then two points on top of that. I know how to count, sir. Okay. <laughs> I was helping our fans. I know how to count. You over here give me like a revelation. <laughs> okay. You don't realize that you do you realize you're dealing with a genius? Yeah, okay. No, I know that. I want to let you know something right now. I am a genius. You need to learn that here if you're going to be producing the show. I can count. Are oh, you starting to get that? Cash show producer, do you want a headlights look? I didn't think you'd be the guy to get that. No, no. No, you're looking at me like this. Why am I here? Why? Why? This guy's nuts. I was Why? counting in my head to make sure my math was right. I'm not nuts. I'm actually very sane. But I'm getting back to my football talk. <laughs> so you're saying that the Patriots are favored heavily. That sucks. Okay, so now the Houstons are the, the Houstons. That's good. The Houstons will play uh, the Patriots Saturday. 8.15 p.m. This this coming Saturday on uh, on the world-famous CBS, my home. The, the network I built. <laughs> brick by brick. Brick by brick. Yeah, I don't want to hack. What's his name? You know uh, my boy El Prez? Oh, Portnoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barstool. I, I, I'm a big fan of his. I don't want to oh, hack Oh, great him. stuff. But he, oh, it's great. He does the brick by brick. Uh, he's, he's funny, man. Um, what do you call it? So then we see my Seahawks. That's my NFC team, by the way. Seahawks. Good choice. I've always liked the Seahawks. Seahawks defeat Detroit in just a... just. Total, uh, the game just sucked. I mean, it was it was horrible. It was just a, it was just a poop fest. So it really was. It just but anyway, the Seahawks win the game. They beat Detroit 26-6. The Russell Wilson 23 of 30, 224 yards, two touchdowns. Thomas Rawls looked tremendous. Number 34 running around wearing that 34 like he's uh, what's his name, Bo Jackson or like he's Earl Campbell. Old school on you. Walter Payton. Walter Payton, another 34. Yeah, yeah. Legends. Yeah, yeah. Legends, no doubt. So Thomas Rawls looked great. He had 27 carries, 161 yards. And, uh, you know, so he, uh, and one TD. He had a, what was that, a record or something? He had a play for it? The Four. Seahawks rushing playoff record. That's impressive. A lot of yards. What about the Marshawn Lynch? You, you would think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, hey. All right, no problem. <laughs> Doug Baldwin, 11 receptions, 104 yards, uh, one touchdown. So now the Seahawks will play the Falcons. Uh, this is coming Saturday also at 4.45 p.m. Eastern. 
on uh, the dreaded Fox. Uh, we don't like Fox. No, no. Don't like Fox. Not today. Uh-uh. So, uh, yeah, over there on Fox, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Joe Buck will be out there talking. Joe Buck yourself. He'll be out there. Oh, yeah. He'll be out there just kind of talking down to the audience, acting like he's holier than thou. King Lazinski. That's how he runs around. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Buck with his little scaffy beard sitting next. I'm friends with Troy Aikman. You're not. Troy Aikman's my buddy. Yeah, I know Troy Aikman was a stud. The Cowboys played for the UCLA Bruins. Yeah, I don't know my stuff. Hall of Fame Jones. I know the deal. So what, Joe Buck, yourself? You're friends with Troy Aikman. I'm friends with the KFJ, Seth. That's right. I know Hulk Hogan, too. How about that? How's that? (laughs) Name drop Jones. (laughs) Yes. So, uh... Then we get to the game of... So anyway, so the Seahawks advance. Detroit, thanks for coming. I mean, it sucks for them, but... I mean, you know what? They just couldn't... Uh, any thoughts on the game? I mean, you want to give me the two, the two Saturday games were bland. So you're you're hoping... Dude, end this early Sunday game well, with the Dolphins. That's what I'm saying. You were hoping that Sunday would would lead to more excitement. The Steelers Not the beat case. the piss out of the Dolphins. Badly. 30-6. to six, The Rosselsberger. The Rosselsberger. 13 of 18, 197 yards, two touchdowns. The Le'Veon Bell, another guy with an apostrophe in his name, Le'Veon. It's either Levon or Lee or Vion. Vion Bell had 29 carries. I like that. (laughs) 29 carries, 167 yards, two touchdowns. Antonio Brown, straight stud right there. Five receptions, 124 yards, two touchdowns. So now the uh, Steelers will play the Chiefs on Sunday at 1 p.m. on uh, CBS. So... I was talking to, I tweeted this too, that it was not an exciting game, and Video Brian made sure he, he said, what are you talking about that Steeler game wasn't exciting? It was a very exciting game. Yeah, because he's a Steeler fan. And Steeler <laughs> fans, why wouldn't they want to see a beatdown? I remember my Bills four or five years ago, last time they beat a team up. Okay, I, that it was enjoyable to watch. But, no, no, it was not an enjoyable game unless you were a Steelers fan. And not even, yeah, if you're a Dolphin fan, you were crying in the corner. Oh, it was over in the first quarter. Brutal. Brutal. I mean, it really was. I mean, but but uh, what's his name? The receiver uh, Landry for the Dolphins. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis, he played great. I thought he looked really good. No, uh, and uh, roommates with Odell Beckham in college. Oh, Odell Beckham. Oh, I'll get there. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Oh yeah, Odell Beckham. You know, he punched the wall. That was a tease. Yeah, he bunk- punched the wall, Odell Beckham, at Lambeau Field after the beating, after the loss last night. Yeah. <laughs> Just crack wall Jones, bam! Yeah. <laughs> they should send his ass a bill for that. Ah. They will. They have to send it to the yacht that he was on Monday night. <laughs> Monday, he was him and his boys were down there in Miami, right? Living it up. Living it up, baby. Well, a lot of people talk about, well, what I'm what I'm getting at here is that the Packers uh, defeated the Giants. I'm talking about the Giants here. So, and I'll get into Beckham here in a second, but it, it was a great game. The first, I don't know, first half, maybe the first three quarters, it was a tight game. But that Hail Mary that Aaron Rodgers threw right before the half to go into half, holy momentum. That just took the air out of the Giants nation. G-Men Jones. It was bad. And, I felt bad for them. And the Packers got the ball back at half, so it I was know. Just, just rolled right into I that. Oh, I know. Just total possession, nonstop possession. It was Aaron Rodgers. He was on fire. Not early in the game, though. Early in the game, Aaron Rodgers looked like Suckfest City. Just like he did early in the NFL season this year, correct? Yes, Absolutely. he did. That's right. So now, if you disagree at any time with me, you can tell me. 
I'm a I'm a Giants fan, so I'm trying to I'm trying to lay low today. It's got a, you a Giants fan, and I'm it's not. A, it's a I don't, sad day, dude. I don't rub stuff in people's faces. You're more than welcome to. I, I was a Met Jet fan my whole life. I know what it's like to lose and get beaten down. Okay, I was now I'm a Met Bills fan. It's the same thing. So so I I don't I don't you know, throw stones. I don't cast stones at people's costs. Whatever that expression is, something like that. Some 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 for that. Will you stop? I'm the exact same. But um, <laughs> so <clears throat> the thing is. The Packers win the game 38-13, but that's not the fourth quarter. Just the, the Pack just took off. Rodgers, like, in a 25-40, to 25-40, of 40, 362 yards, four touchdowns, dude. Cobb had five receptions, 116 yards, three touchdowns. Unbelievable game for him. And uh, Adams had eight receptions, 125 yards, one touchdown. Now the Packers will play the Cowboys. Good luck, Packers. They'll play the Cowboys. Um, I don't know. Find out the end of the line in that game. I can look it up real quick for you. That's going to be on Fox on Sunday at 4.40 p.m. I'll tell you this. A guy who's not getting enough credit from on that Packer team is, what's his name, the veteran, the Pe- Peppers, the defensive end, the linebacker. Julius. Julius Peppers. He played great. He had a really a lot of key plays, and he really stepped up big time, and I think he needs a lot of credit. And I want to let you guys know that follow me on Twitter or people that listen or watch this show here, I am not a Giant fan. You know, some people got confused and thought I was like, bitching on Twitter because I was ripping Aaron Rodgers. I wasn't ripping Aaron Rodgers' performance, and I don't think I'm not saying the man's not a great quarterback, but he's starting to make me feel like when I watch him, I'm starting to think of Brady. Now, from a football perspective, so that's a big compliment, and it is, because they're both great, there's no doubt, but I I personally, I should say personally, I don't like the the, the demeanor of Tom Brady, and, and I don't like his He's like Joe Buck himself. He's the holier-than-thou attitude that, you know, arrogance and all that crap. I don't like arrogant people. I don't like people that, that walk around and, what are you smirking? What are, what I'm, I'm curious as to your take. I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested no, by this. You're, you're looking at me like, Yo, you're arrogant. I'm not arrogant. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I'm no, ki- no, never. Don't I, you want to lead by example? You want your quarterback having bravado, no? I do want him to have bravado, bro, but the, the, the Tom Brady and then Aaron Rodgers, a little different. Tom Brady's cocky, and the cocky's good, but he's, he's like... Too cocky? Uh, no, nah, I don't. Look, these guys are pro athletes. They got to be cocky. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I know what cocky is. You don't want to smell like cocky. You want to act cocky. I get it. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is this. Okay, there's a certain like Brady's got this like he tries to act like he's cool and he's not cool. <laughs> he's not a cool guy. He's the geeky guy. He, he's got the the beautiful, sexy model wife because he's a multi-billionaire. And he's a great football player. He's a great quarterback. He's not a great football player, by the way. He's a great quarterback. Okay. Tom Brady. Oh, I'm pissing people off. I think Tom, I think Aaron Rodgers is a better football player than Tom Brady is. They're both great quarterbacks. And Tom Brady will go down in history as one of the greatest of all time. There's no doubt about it. That doesn't mean that I have to like Tom Brady. I just don't like it. I'm not the only one, son. People don't like Brady. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I'm just telling you, bro, you like Tom Brady? No, as a Giants fan, I don't. Okay. But well, I, I respect his greatness, though. I respect his greatness, too. Oh, no, I, I'm, I agree. And I respect Aaron Rodgers' greatness. But Aaron Rodgers, I never disliked Aaron Rodgers. I watched this game yesterday. I started not to like him. Like, I look for the persona in these guys when they're playing. He was, look, he's great, Aaron Rodgers. God, if Aaron Rodgers or Brady ever went to the Buffalo Bills, I'd have a freaking parade. Are you kidding me? You're like, go nuts. Be awesome. But, you know, it's not going to happen. I know that. 
I'm just saying, I don't like the demeanor. So Aaron Rodgers yesterday seemed to me like he was really like trying to be too much, like he's trying to be so much poised and it's like, like, uh, act like you've been there before. He took that to a whole nother level. Like he was just acting like no self, just like, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, 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 Genghis Khan Kramati, whatever his name is, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kramati, uh, Antonio? He's got 9,000 names. Oh, <laughs> Dominique Rogers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genghis Khan Kramati. <laughs> like, you know, he, he, he gets hurt the first play of the freaking game. That's a huge uh. thing for Aaron Rodgers in the Packer offense. No sell Jones. Unlike a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, who you got to love Ben Roethlisberger. This guy hurts his foot. He's walking around, goes to the press conference with a walker boot on, selling, limping. I'll be all right. I can play. Roethlisberger shows his hand. He don't care. That's what I, I like. I, I like that. I like that guy's got a blunt, honest in your face. Is Roethlisberger overselling, though? Wearing the boot, making... Dude, I don't know. He looked like he twisted up. He no, might be I overselling. Mean, I'm sure he did. He's, he's a tough He's a tough he's guy. He's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, but now he could be overselling, but you got to be careful with the overselling because then you put the other team in a position of where they get too confident, which could be good and bad. That's all I'm saying. My point is, Aaron Rodgers was really on that field during that game, like complete no emotion. I've watched this guy play for years. He's great. I, how can you not turn on a football game and see commercials with him with his house on fire or whatever? It's great stuff. He's funny. He throws the golf club through the window with Clay Matthews. I like Aaron Rodgers like that. But during the game yesterday, I started not to like him. What does this have to do with football? Absolutely nothing. But I'm just giving you my opinion because I handle football as an expert different than everybody else. I give a different take on the game. That's what I do here on the Taz Show. So now, Odell Beckham, that's a whole other topic. And I'm going to get into that. Okay, Odell Beckham, okay, yesterday, uh, I don't know if you have his stats, if you, you, maybe you know, he, he had like four receptions, maybe three. Four for 28. Oh, boy. That is just like suck fest Jones. I mean, that's just, you know what? You know, I, look, I'm going to go to break, okay? Other side of break, I'm going to talk about the giant, not the Giants, about Beckham. I'm going to give you, what's his name, ODB, what do they call him? O, OBJ. Yeah, OB, yeah, yeah, o, OBJ. Everybody's got initials, FT Dub, OBJ, Nubs, the whole thing, right? I'm going to get into that other side of break, okay? I'm going to talk uh, some uh, about Beckham. I'm going to give you the raw preview. I'm going to get to the phones are ringing like, like crazy. They're jammed like a pack of hemorrhoids. I'll do all that on the other side of break. Sit tight, Taz Show. Very busy. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, so I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions a little bit here on uh, something on the Instagram by the uh, the John Cena that he put out. Hint, hint, Kenny Omega. I'll get into that in a little bit here in this segment. I told you guys I want to tell you a little bit about uh, my thoughts and opinions on Odell Beckham, ODBJJJK. New letters and stuff like that. Also, I just put out a little post on the uh, gimmick chat. You can do that over at TazShow.com. No, you guys can do that even if you're not listening live or watching live. You're checking out the podcast version, which I don't normally say, but I'm trying to help some of the new folks that are on the show here. We call it an AOD, an audio on demand, instead of a podcast because it's grammatically correct. So you can um, communicate on there even when you're watching the VOD later at TazShow.com. You can log in with like a Twitter uh, account, a Facebook account, Instagram account, uh, your ass account. Your, maybe you use your dictaphone sometimes. 
whatever way you want to log in, you can log in there with it. We have a plethora of opportunities for you to log into the gimmick chat at tashow.com, where I see a lot of the good folks are on there communicate with each other while I am live. So it's great. So uh, it's awesome. It's all about people communicating and having uh, having a lot of communication with your audience. That's what I'm all about. You know me. You know me. I'm all about being friendly with everyone. So, yeah, we have uh, Miles on, uh, on the gimmick chat saying, Taz, your take on Samoa Joe. You think he's going to debut before or during the Rumble? Interesting. Well, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's still a little early with the Rumble. I, I think there's a great chance he's in the Rumble. I just think a guy like Samoa Joe, if you put Samoa Joe in the Royal Rumble, how does he not win the Royal Rumble? You know, so you got to be careful when you, you know, fans just think we could just throw anyone in the Royal Rumble. You know, I told you guys that, are, that are the old-time listeners or viewers of the Taz Show here or the Human Podcast Machine, when I first debuted in WWE, it was at the Royal Rumble, okay, in 2000. And Vince said to me, I thought I was going to debut in the Royal Rumble match. I go, well, why am I not in the match? He goes, why would I put you in a match? If I put you in a match, you got to win. So I learned right there, uh-huh, I got it, see? So, you know, instead I had my own platform in a match with a, a, a legend like Kurt Angle. So, you know, thing is, like, you got to be careful when you just put somebody in the Rumble. But Joe is one of those guys, if you're going to debut him, you know. And so, okay, so what if Finn Balor ends up coming back and he's in the Rumble? How does he not win? Well, what about Joe? All right, well, it's not the end of the world. Go down to the final two and it's them. I don't know. I'm just, just, just booking on the fly here. You know, I mean. There's a lot of different ways to go about it. So, um, but uh, we'll see. So, it's, that's why I said it's a little early. Let's see how what plays out on Raw tonight. We'll, we'll check that out. Uh, real quick on the stuff on Odell Beckham. Look, man, the guy's a great player. There's no doubt about that. This kid, though, he's a little immature. We've seen that when he was running around playing grab ass with a, with a kicking net. We've seen that make a fool out of himself. We know the routine, okay? But the thing is, he puts a big spotlight on himself, okay? The, you know, look, he had a lot of drops yesterday. How many drops did he have, Dennis? Do you know? Uh, I remember two vividly in the first quarter. One was that first for the, for the first the down, first 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 that, down, and that then he killed dropped momentum and the touchdown. The touchdown, thought, yeah. And then, do you count? Um, yes. In the se- yes. Oh, you I do, do count that. Oh, I so do. you know the uh, he was open down the the sideline. Eli a little over his head, but listen to me. For him, very catchable. Listen to me. I am from the era of being a football fan and a former football player of, you know. If a receiver can touch the ball, he's got to catch the ball. And a guy like Beckham that, look, the Giants, they promote the fact that this kid catches everything with one hand. They push the hell out of him. The NFL does. We see it all over the place. This kid made some amazing catches in his short career. Ain't no doubt about it. You got to be able to catch balls that are thrown right to you. You got that. And it's not the first time this kid has had the dropsies. Let's be honest. Okay, but I'm telling you right now, I'm from that era of, I believe, guys like Lynn Swan, guys like Tony Hill, guys like Drew Pearson, guys like Jerry Rice. <laughs> these guys weren't dropping balls, bro. <laughs> you know, these guys were not dropping balls. You know, you, you, if you could touch it, you got to catch it. Hey, all right, look, they're making a ton of money, no doubt about it. Look, this kid here, Beckham, he puts a huge spotlight on himself. Huge, huge, gigantic spotlight on himself. So when you do that, then you got to deal with, okay, now it's humbling. Now are you going to be on a yacht? You, now, now the whole yacht thing that he did Monday night with all the other guys, well, I don't think that, you know, a lot of people are like, well, that hurt them physically. It didn't hurt them. And, and, and I think a lot of people say what I'm saying too in the media, say it didn't hurt them. You know, that was on Monday. The game was on Saturday. 
I don't think they should have. It should have got out on social media. What these guys do in their off time is their business. But I think you got to be smarter. You you got kids that are 21, 22, 23 years old that are making millions of dollars. They're going to make dumb decisions. This kid is surrounded around people that tell him how great he is all the time. Not just the people from the Giants organization, but the people probably his friends. Because they all want to curry favor with him, so because he's got the money. A lot of yes men. Yes. Yes. <laughs> as Matt Hardy would say, yes. So, <laughs> but yeah, no. The, 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 so, maybe this situation, because apparently he was very upset. Eli Manning did an interview and he said that he, he was hanging his head a little bit. Uh, meaning uh, uh, the Beckham. So maybe it's a situation where this is a humbling experience. Now he's got the whole offseason to deal with the fact that people are going to be doubting him, saying you dropped the ball, you suck, all this stuff. And and you know what? That's okay if he gets humble from it. Humility is a big thing to become more successful. It's it's tough because as a Giants fan, you love Odell for all the, you know, he's he's one of the, He's in the top five best receivers in the league. Yes. Probably top three, you can make an argument. Um, but the problem is he he comes with all this baggage with the, like you said, the uh, the kicking net. And, oh. and then the weeks after, you know, he's proposing to it and he's <laughs> and it just his his antics. and Yeah, it's just too much. He, he likes to be a, a look at me guy. And then when things go sour, you know, he throws... He throws a temper tantrum and punches a hole in the wall. Like, you can't be doing that. Right, right. It's not good. I mean, you know, I understand the frustration. I mean, if I'm the Packers, I'm sending the bill. Oh, uh, you it got was $150 it. to fix that sheetrock, uh, and we need to tape and spackle it. That's another 20 bucks. I, I would definitely send him a bill for lunch, too, for the, for the carpet that it's going to fix. Smart. Yeah, I, <laughs> here's a total of 200 bucks. We want that wall fixed. Uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, that's what I would do. Uh, seriously, I, I, you know what, man? I, to me, I, look. I, got, I understand the guy's pissed off and punched a wall in the wall, punches a hole in the wall. I get that. I understand he's angry. I got it. <clears throat> but, you know, he's angry at himself. I understand that. I got no problem with the punching walls. Then again, I don't live in Green Bay, and I, I don't work at Lambeau. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, he's pissed. I Look, I've punched things. Sure. He ran his head into a locker. I've done this. You know, I understand. I'm proud to say I've done it. Too. I appreciate I his passion. As like, a wrestler, I've done it. I actually have. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's upset about the loss. You should be. You know, your season's over. It was the first time he's made the playoffs in his career. You want to you want to see some emotion, like, okay, Odell, you you're allowed to be upset. Show you know even in the post game presser, go out there and say you know this sucks. I, I you know I didn't want the season to end here. I thought we had a great team, but say all the right things. Don't come out there. It comes off childish that you know you you lose and then the first thing you do is you, you headbutt a locker and you, you right. put a hole through the wall. Right, don't right, right. don't do that. No, I understand. I understand. I understand people saying this. I got it. I understand. I totally understand. Hey, uh, Sean in Michigan, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Not much. Um, if you had to choose three people from NXT to be in the Rumble, who would you choose? <sighs> Dude, I mean, three out of NXT. Like I, I was just saying, Sean, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'll tell you three, but I'm not comfortable with going there yet. I want to wait another couple of weeks, but just because you're asking me, Sean, I'll tell you. I would say... Definitely, probably, most probably. Uh, Ty, Ty, let me finish. You asked me the question, sir. Ty Dillinger, Go I ahead. would say Joe. I would say Ty Dillinger and Joe for sure. And I got to say, I I know they won't do this. I shouldn't say they won't do it. I don't think they'll do this, but I would have Bobby Roode be one. Um, because Bobby Roode, you know, if we're going to go up to Raw, SmackDown, or down yeah. to NXT, we're going to have that topic you know, I don't agree with that. I think NXT is its own brand. But, okay, I get that's where they're going. That's where they've been going with it behind the scenes. 
then Bobby Roode is more than ready to be on Raw SmackDown. Uh, so I would say if you're going to go with, with, with names, I would put Dillinger, I would put Joe in no particular order, and I'd put Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. What about I you? The, what, what's your thoughts? Um, Dillinger, Joe, and Nakamura. Okay. I feel you on Nakamura. That's not a bad idea. I'd like the Nakamura thing because, you know, maybe you could, if, to your point, if you do Nakamura, then you have you build, uh, you build Bobby Roode to be the next NXT champion. So that's something you could do. Because maybe that's the, and thank you, Sean, for calling. I appreciate it. <sighs> Excuse me. So, uh, yeah, so that's how, um, I think if you put Nakamura in there, I mean, Sean's not wrong. It's not bad if you put Nakamura in there. Um, I just, like I've said before about Nakamura, and I'm a fan of Nakamura, I just don't know how well he would do uh, on Raw or SmackDown uh, just because of the lack of ability to cut promos to liking that the owner of the company's going to want to hear. Would he do well with a manager? Well, of course you could do this. Uh, you know, why you're saying like a Paul Heyman? There's a, yeah, there's a guy who... Who's around? Like mm. a Paul Heyman. Brock. Right, right. Brock's only in every now and then. Right, right, right. And, well, Paul, yeah. and Paul could hype up the, the whole like, look, I, I only pick the best between. I mean, obviously, he, you know, he did the Curtis Axel and the Cesaro, and that didn't work out. But right, he can, right, right. he can say, look, I've, you know, I got Brock Lesnar. Now I'm, yeah, I, I got, I got the next big thing, and, yeah. and hype him up that way. I think you, you, to your point, you can. It's still not the same, bro. It's not like oh, years agreed. ago. I, I don't disagree with you. But I'm just telling you, I shouldn't say I'm telling you. It's not. It's, I could be wrong on it. Okay, you could, you could, you could put a manager like a guy like Paul. Paul could, you know, sell anything. We know that. Okay, he's a great hype guy. He's a great manager or you know, consult. Whatever. What does he call himself? The advocate. Advocate. Okay, yeah. so whatever, whatever Paul is like, as a representat- representation of the character, he can do that for Nakamura, no problem. Got it. I just don't know if that puts you in world championship level that the manager who will have the heat is talking people in the building. But people love Nakamura, so he'd be a babyface, and Paul is kind of a quasi-babyface anyway. Now, what if, um, if if they don't go manager route, what if they did like a silent assassin type, like when Sting first... No, re- money. Be- no money, no money. Just because just of the promos? Uh, you got to talk. Gotta talk me into the building. I just love Nakamura so much. I want him to do so well. So do I. But the masses, the guy that watches Raw every once in a while because he's digging holes for a living. He's got three kids at home. And he gets done eating dinner. And he wants to drink a beer and watch Raw. You know, and he wants to watch some wrestling. You know, he's going to be like, who is this Japanese person who's a a really good fighter, but I don't hear him talk. I don't want to go watch this guy when he's at my local arena because I... I'm not, there's no, I'm not invested into the character. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm with you. I'm a fan of the guy, too. I, I Yeah. If I was a, a straight wrestling fan, I'd pay money to go see Nakamura. Nakamura's a draw. There ain't no doubt about that. I think that they, the WWE would have to be very, very, very careful. They could do it. Putting him on Raw SmackDown without a manager, if you do like the silent assassin thing, to your point. But you got to really be careful. You know, Great Muda was one of the greatest workers of all time. And they had Gary Hart with him, and and and, and when they was in WCW and all that stuff, and it was, you know, a big success. But still, it was different than hearing Ric Flair cut a promo, as opposed to hearing Gary Hart cut a promo on behalf of, you know, uh, uh, Great Muda. You know what I mean? Something like that. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just telling you that's how I see it. So you know, people might disagree with me, and that's your prerogative, as we know. 
I am always right, and everyone else is always wrong. We know this. So that's kind of where that goes right there. Hey, uh, Bruce in Arkansas, you are on the Tash Show. What's up? Bruce. Yeah, you said your name was Bruce. Who's this, Mr. Arkansas? Mr. Arkansas. What's up, man? Hey, I was going to talk about the national championship game real quick. Yeah, go for it. Well, I think Alabama's going down tonight. You think Alabama what? I think Alabama's going down tonight, Taz. Yeah, I think Alabama's going to definitely uh, uh, win the game. Uh, I, I think it'll be a, a decent game. And thank you for calling, uh, Mr. Arkansas. I think it'll be a pretty good game. I do think Alabama will win the game. I don't know what the line is. Did you get the line, dude? If you can find out the line. I, I, I would I would say Alabama's probably going to win the game by, uh, ah man, I don't know. I'm going to say two touchdowns. I think it'll be a good game first half. I think Alabama will take over. And I have nothing against Clemson. You know, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, uh, Deshaun's a great uh, quarterback. Um they looked great in that uh, freaking playoff game. Uh, Clemson did. I, I, you know, I, I hope. I'd like. I wouldn't mind seeing Alabama get upset. And I'm not saying I have no dog in the fight. You know what I'm saying? So I'm good either way. But I'm looking forward to seeing a good game. I wish I could watch the whole thing straight through, but I'm not gonna be able to. What's up? Alabama is a six and a half point favorite. Okay. So just under a touchdown. <sighs> so yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. And they Lane Kiffin. Left from well between the uh, Saban said, "Listen, brother, you know what's this with Sarkeesian? What's his name is going to be Steve Sarkeesian? He's going to run the offense because now Kiffin was there, but it's like take a powder Jones. We'll see you later." <laughs> Saban basically tell him take a walk. It seemed like there was some tension. Oh, from Jump that, Street, that the two the yeah. two of them did not like yeah. each other, but it was they understood the common goal. Yeah, look, some would say, "Oh my God, how right right before the national championship being." You're going to tell your offense coordinator to take a walk. Right, listen, the the quarterback, the whole offense, they they they're they're on autopilot in essence. And Nick Saban knows that offense just as well, if not better, than freaking Lane Kiffin. Let's be honest, he's Nick Saban for a reason. The guy is the man. I mean, so he's arguably the greatest coach in the history of college football. You very well can make that. He's won five titles in That's eight amazing. years. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 he really is. I mean, look, I don't disrespect the none of the other great coaches like the, the great, the, you know, uh, the late great uh, Bear Bryant, obviously, there at Alabama was amazing, obviously. And, I mean, you know, Bo Schembeck over at Michigan, uh, Osborne at Nebraska. I mean, then you go on and on, Joe Paterno. You know, I mean, you go on and on and on, all these great coaches. I mean, there's, there's uh, you know, Bobby Bowden at Florida State. I mean, Steve Spurrier at Carolina, but most importantly at Florida, University of Florida. Please, I know my college football. I'm like a freaking expert out here. You're looking at me like, man, you are amazing, brother. That's how you looked at me. I, I was in awe, just rattling names off of, of legends. Just, just legends, bro. Just I'm talking about top, top coaches. I know what it takes to be a legend. I know legendary people in the sporting world, not just wrestling. I know people. I know things. Greatness breeds greatness. I know things. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. This is the reasons. This is the reasons how I'm able to do what I do, and people love me. Why you are so lucky? But I could tell, I see something in you, Lumberjack. I could tell you're going to be a little tough to handle for me. No, Why no, is that? Let me finish, because I could see you're going to disagree with me a little bit here and there. You have to have differing opinions on stuff with me. Uh, it's okay, I'm interested. I'm into this. No, 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 it's good. It's good stuff. Maybe I could be the Kiffin to your Saban. And we uh, and I can fire you also. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking, I'm joking. No, you're going to be here a long time, bro. You signed a long-term deal, I heard. Yeah, it... 
it wasn't as lucrative as yours. Mm. You did you did short years, big money. I decided to stretch it out over the course of of, of a lifetime. Oh, you're stretching it out, all right? Not today. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're stretching it out. You're not kidding. You're stretching it out. <laughs> oh, oh, I man. wish. Yeah, stretching it out. <laughs> hey, Sierra in Queens, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Taz? How's it going? How are you, my friend? Happy New Year to you. Yeah, you too. I, I, I thought, cause I, I watched you on YouTube. I thought you said you didn't want to hear it. I didn't, but I felt like saying it now. But you know what? You're right. Strike that comment out of the AOD. Take it out, Dennis. Strike it uh, from the record. What's going on, buddy? Taz, I, I wanted to thank you for promoting uh, House of Glory. I had a really great time when I went. How was the show? I didn't see it. I had not talked to Amazing Red. Was it a good show? It was so fun, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got, I, I, got, I got to see Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy for free. Nice. You know, you have to you have to pay the money to actually see them. Yeah. I was like one of I was one of me and my cousin were like the last ones so the Red is for free. Oh, you got over like Rover. Look at that. You can't go wrong with that. Good for you. I'm very proud yeah. of you. Yes. What I, else I wanted, is going on, I wanted, bro? I, I wanted to ask you uh, two questions. Uh, one, do you ever think they're going to be a disabled? Uh, WWE champion or a superstar? Uh, say again. Uh, what, what champion? I didn't hear what you said. I, I, I disabled uh, WWE champion oh. or like a superstar. That's a really interesting question. Um, off the top of my head, no, I don't think so. I, I think, and this is no disrespect to anyone. I mean, you're kind of putting me on the spot with the question yes here, but it's cool. I, I don't think so. No, I mean, I'm, di I'm disabled, so that's why I asked that. Okay, question. no, no problem. I just think that such a, a such a uh, demanding schedule physically, I think that, I mean, depend. look, if you... If someone is disabled and they're in the WWE and competing, we've seen this in some great athletes before. In TNA, WWE, we've seen this in wrestling. Zach Gowan. Yeah, of course, Zach Gowan. Yeah. Uh, 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 but uh, Chris Melendez, Sarge Melendez, you know, we've seen yes. it. Yes. yes. You know? But the thing is, man, it's like, I, I just, just my opinion, I think it would be very difficult because of the fact of the schedule. That's all. So I, I would yeah. think probably not in the near future, but you never know, dude. It could happen. I hope it happens. What, what, what do you think about. Uh Kenny Omega and Patrick Clark's comments. Well, I didn't hear nothing about Patrick Clark. I was going to talk about Kenny Omega. Now John Cena put out on his Instagram a photo of Kenny Omega, and it's got a bunch of people talking about, oh, my God, Kenny Omega's going to WWE. Uh, but what, oh, about, what um, about Patrick Clark? What are you talking about? Pa Patrick Clark said we're the most disgraceful fans of, of any generation, and we disrespect the performers. I mean, we as fans, not me. Like, why? I don't say why. Why is he saying that? What happened? I, I don't know what. Why he said that? I was like very angry at him. I was like, "What are you talking about?" But that what is that? Sense. No, but, that but, but yes, yeah, What does that have to do with with uh, with, um, with Kenny Omega? No, I'm just saying that they both made comments. So I was trying to put it all in one question. Oh, I don't, I but I still don't understand what comment uh, you're saying. Pat, oh, it's just saying in general, Patrick Clark said wrestling fans are too yeah, demanding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't, you know, I mean, that's, that's the business. I mean, that's, I'm not, I don't want to, I didn't hear Patrick say that. I don't follow the guy, nothing like that. But thank you for calling us here. But, you know, I mean, that's, if he did say that, I mean, that's part of the game. Fans are demanding. That's it's the way it goes. <laughs> that's, it's just, hey, I'm a big football fan. I'm, I'm a baseball fan. I love activities and sport. And the thing is, like, hey, uh, I'm demanding too I, as a fan of those those things. In wrestling, you gotta be if fans are demanding. Of course they are. You want the best. Yeah, you, yeah. Of course. It, it, I don't think that's. Nobody likes rooting for losers. No. What, what are you saying? Because I'm a Bills fan. Is that? No, uh, no, no, whoa, no. Whoa. What's your? Who's your baseball team? I don't want to tell you. You're not gonna like it. No, tell me. The Yankees. 
Oh no, no, I'm not one of those guys. Oh, okay. I'm not a I'm not a Met fan who hates the Yankees. I'm not like one of those guys. No, no, I don't dislike. I have a Yankee uh, gimmick on the set here. That's true. Yes, that is true. Uh, but yeah, no, no, I don't hate the Yankees. No, no, I'm not one of those guys. I know I didn't grow up hating the Yankees, nothing like that. I'm not a Met hater. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's all good. I'll, I'll I'll root for the Yankees, but I'm not like a Yankee fan. You know what I mean? My son's a little bit more of a Yankee fan than me. He's kind of a Yankee guy, you know. But but uh, no, I I just you know I. I thought you were gonna say something like the Phillies or something like oh, that. Oh no! Oh, look. That'd be prop. So, <laughs> so no, no, no. And, and I, you know, I wrestled obviously ECW for so many years in Philadelphia, you know. And it's like, <laughs> I, I'm sure. <laughs> man, it was rough when I was here. It was easy. When I was babyface, it was a little rougher. But uh, but anyway, that's the deal on that. Uh, so a little while, actually, at the top of the hour in a few minutes. Uh, once we go to break, uh, coming back from break, we're, we're gonna have Billy Ray will be on the show. So looking forward to having Bully on. Uh, we'll talk it up and stuff like that. So spread the word on the social medias if you want. Make sure you use the hashtag, the Taz Show. I don't know how we're doing on there. I know we've trended on Friday's show. Uh, hopefully today's not Suckfest Jones where we don't trend, but the phones are jammed up. That's for sure. Hey, uh, Nando in Queens, you are on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, man. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. Good moment, Seamus. I mean, Lumberjack. How you doing? Oh. Go. That kind of hurts, but good moment. <laughs> I uh, well, I, you know, I'm just trying to get you in the mood, get you into uh, back into the Tash show mode. There you go. There uh, you go. What's up, man? No, not much. How you? I uh, just want to say, well, you know, welcome back to the new year, Thank and you. also talk about the Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. Uh, we we um we know our salsa friend Mike Johnson said that uh, Rick Rude is going to be uh, it's one of the guys that's supposed to be joining the Hall of Fame. Well, he should. I mean, there's no, I have no, uh, the, the, the late, great Rick Rude. Uh, Rude was uh, <laughs> uh awesome yeah, talker, well, I, awesome it, worker. I mean, God, I, I, I hope so. I think it's long overdue. And uh, I, I know in 19, uh, 1997, he was in ECW. I know he was like, a t- I don't, I don't want to say the word, a tweener, but uh, did you get to interact with him when yeah. he was around there? He was a color commentator, and he, he was working with Joey Styles. And, uh, um, yeah, no, I did. I I, I, I thank you for calling, Nando. Yeah, no, I, I um I talked with Rick a whole bunch back then. I thought uh, he was a great guy, and uh, I've never wrestled Rick, uh, but uh, you know he was a commentator then, and and everybody backstage, all the talent, all the boys and, and girls, we all loved him. I mean, he was just a super guy, and uh, definitely a legend. And look, if hey, you know what? If I'm in charge of the Hall of Fame, I, I got to be honest. I think Rick Rude's in the thing already. I mean, seriously, like he's um. You know, with his history and all his success, his ability as a worker, his physique, the character, uh, like I said, his work rate, tough guy for sure, big dude, had the whole whole package, Rick Rude. I mean, he's a, he's a uh, still, I mean, wrestling fans that even don't follow wrestling anymore remember Rick Rude. How do you not? Everybody knows Rick Rude. So he was ultra successful, and I do think that he'd be a, you know, he's one of those guys that's from... That Minneapolis, Minnesota came up in that area, Dorn, with so many of those great guys like Kurt Henning and stuff like that, and 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 from Road Warriors coming out of there, and God, you go on and on. And Scott Hall was there. I mean, it was a bunch of guys, you know, all coming out of that. They were doing that AWA deal and all that. I mean, it's just so many great talents out of that area. Rick Rue was one of the cornerstones of that. So, uh, yeah, I, I to me, hey, Rick Rue, no brainer layup to put him in the Hall of Fame uh, if I'm the WWE. All right, so look, on that note, I'm going to break. Okay, other side of break, we will have none other than multi-time 
Tag Team Champion and World Heavyweight, well, World Heavyweight Champion TNA, but Tag Team Champs had a plethora of them. Bully Ray will be on the Taz Show. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ah, yeah. All right, here we go. Taz Show back. One hour down, one hour to go. Show is uh, flying by as always. As always, yes. We're going to have Bully Ray on here in a second. As I said, Bully's going to be at a Fancy Dan, Fancy, Fancy, Fancy Jones uh, VIP party tonight at game time in New Jersey. So uh, we'll talk to Bully about that, see what's going on. I think he just got back from uh, working somewhere. He's always wrestling and working, working people left and right. Bully, what's going on, bro? It's a cotillion. What are you doing? Where were you? You were in London? Or it's where? a very, very fancy cotillion. Cotillion. We'll having tea and scones. Scones. Bro, I love the scone. The little blueberry scone. Big mocktail. <clears throat> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah. what the hell? You just got back. You were from somewhere, right? Were you in England somewhere? Yeah, last night. I got back 7 o'clock last night from England. Another, uh, mm, yes. another very, very successful tour. Yeah, bro, bro, I was talking about you were uh, at the first segment. I was talking about like people with, like a demeanor in the business, like yourself or myself, where we have like this reputation that we're like douchebags to fans. And yeah, and so I there was something, and you and I were talking offline about this a couple of weeks ago because there was some website that had like the top 20, you know, asshole wrestlers you don't want to meet in uh in real life and like at appearances to act like jerks and i was on this list and like i was like insulted because i've always been uh, as nice as possible to fans as i can unless somebody acts like a douche then i'll be a douche and i think i can speak for you i've seen you the same way you're always very and that's what you're gonna do tonight you know in jersey i mean i'm just saying uh bro the rep i mean i'm not losing sleep over this i'm sure you're not either but you know where i'm coming from no i i totally get where you're coming from um with fans and, I, and I've said this for a long time. I said, respectful fans will always be able to get anything that they want from me, mm. like pictures and signatures, as long as they're respectful. Rude fans will always get what they deserve. Wow, look at this. I'm and, stealing that. That's a good one. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the truth. You know, you come up to me. I don't even, I don't care if, if you, even if you interrupt me, as long as you're, being polite. Hey, Billy, how you doing? I'm a fan. Just like to come and say hello. Right. That's right. cool as hell. You know, it's yeah. not like I, it's not like I, you know, I, you know, that's part of my job. I get to, you know, meet people and, you know, sign some autographs and take some pictures and, you know, that's cool. It's the rude ones. It's the jerks. It's the entitled ones. Yes. It's, this, it's like this new generation of fan who thinks uh, wrestlers owe them or anything like that. And, and they just, they're the scumbags to you. Right, right. And then all of a sudden you turn around and, you know, you know, you throw it back in their face and then, oh boy, they're on their social media. They're recording their own YouTube video for their three subscribers, you know, and it, it gets crazy. <laughs> you know, uh, it's interesting though. It sucks. You know, we're all as humans, right? We stereotype sometimes and we've done that with wrestling fans, a lot of us. And, you know, where there, because there are, as you know, as well as me, you basically just said it, there are a lot of great fans out there, men and women uh, that support the business. And when you see them at an appearance, and that doesn't mean you got to kiss 
the, the, the wrestler or the superstar's ass. That's not what we're saying here. It's just being respectful, just being a gentleman or a lady when you, you conduct yourself and you meet one of these you know male or female wrestlers. You know what I mean? But when the entitlement is the key. That's the word you said, and, and there's a lot of that. And I think social media, unfortunately, is a big part of, of where a lot of that negativity comes from because they, they have a platform. There, there's no doubt, and I'm, and just like you, like I've said before, I really do enjoy meeting, you know, wrestling fans and actually talking to intellectual wrestling fans about the product. Um, one of the reasons why uh, I've I accepted uh, the gig tonight at I Play America over in Freehold, New Jersey, to do this raw you know, viewing party is because there's going to be, you know, uh, f- some fun wrestling fans from Jersey who are going to come want to watch the product, you know? Um, and, and I think it'll be, you know, fun to hang out with them and talk wrestling for a while and interact with them. It's not going to be like one of those, you know, you've been involved in this where you do an autograph session and they just shuffle people through. Yeah. Hey, yeah. how you doing? What's going on? You yep. sign your name. And I actually love off. that. I love that because the less time I can spend with them, the better. That's just kind of <laughs> my thing. <Okay>. So <laughs> I, I, I actually enjoy it and interacting with them. And as long as they're cool, I'll always be cool. Yeah. The minute these fans, you know, get rude, I will be, I will be triply rude right back in your face. Yes. Yes. So now uh, th- you said it's I play America. I know that, but the name of the f- the, the building, the venue, is Game Time, isn't it? Uh, I, it it's called. It's got a couple of different names because it's got oh. um, a couple of different places. I mean, it's kind of like a uh, it's like a giant entertainment complex. Yeah. And I, I, I believe I'll be signing and doing a, a meet and greet and Q and A in one area, and then there's an actual bar oh. in the uh, place called. Oh. I think it maybe be called Game Time. So you can come in and hang out and drink and watch Raw. You can get autographs. It's going to be a big old happy time. So, bro, are you going to get licked up with the fans watching wrestling? Is that what's going on here? Licked up. <laughs> yes, most likely, yes. If you are over 21 years old, you can come buy me a shot tonight. Oh, look at that. See, all right, not just get to watch Raw with Bully, but you get to just have a couple of shots with the guy, get pooped face, it'll be great. Um, what was the last time you heard a wrestler say, yeah, I'd like to hang out with the fans and get drunk? <laughs> I've seen it. You don't hear them say it much. <laughs> no, but um, so what happened? Tell me about England. Where'd you work? Who'd you work with? I know you're working for a couple of good, different, really, really good companies over there. There's, a, there's an up-and-coming company in England that has a hell of a following it's called uh what culture pro wrestling wcpw and they have almost like uh, a million subscribers on youtube and uh they're doing a great job over there very professional company treat me very well and go over there and uh, they have a lot of really respectful guys in their locker room uh, good crew of guys, and I, I enjoy going over there. I'll tell you and what, I bro, do. they're getting that walk culture. They are definitely, I've talked about them a little bit on the show here. They're definitely, they got a lot of buzz on them. A lot of people here, you know, wrestlers in America and fans are, I can't speak for outside of the States, but I mean, just a ton of uh, talk about them. And you know, you know, as well as me, bro, it's hard to build up, if you're a promoter or a promotion, it's hard to build up credibility amongst the boys especially the talent that's a little bit old, more old school. And it seems like what coach has done that, you know, I mean, and, and it seems like they, they're, they're promoting and pushing it the right way and they're getting that platform out there. And, and I'll tell you what, I think they're, they're, they're going to be big time. They, they definitely use their platform, that, that YouTube channel that they have and all of the content that they have is really driving uh, 
their whole company. They have a good they have a good mix of uh, of veterans, a good mix of up and comers. Like at the next uh, at the next big show in February, the main event is Angle versus Del Rio. Wow! Wow! You know, so you know that's cool. And then you know I'll be there, and Cody will be there, and well, who knows what other surprises we got on in store. So oh, yeah, I saw uh, I a picture put, on your uh, gimmick there on the Twitter. I think yesterday you put it out. You and Cody Rhodes on the bot, the gimmick bus there. Uh, I guess you guys uh, seem like you. I, I read quick. I don't really pay attention much to your Twitter like you do to me, you know. So um, you are correct, sir. <laughs> I kind of just grazed through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but I saw you guys were talking a little, uh, telling some old stories, huh? We we were having a blast because uh, we you know just talking about. The '80s NWA and how much wow. we loved it. You know, Cody. You know, first of all, I'm a huge fan. It's my favorite time in pro wrestling, mid '80s NWA. Yep. And I'm talking to the son of the guy that basically ran it. I know. You know. <laughs> uh, so we were we were exchanging some great stories, and he was telling me some great dusty stories. And that's cool. Uh, and then we just started picking people randomly out of the business and just started burying them. Oh, let's see now. See, yeah, Cody. Play the bur- you play the burial game. You just kind of pick a name and you start burying. Of course, Cody would have fit in ECW back then. See, that would have been Absolutely. great. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And 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 he's like one of those old school, you know, like he, the way he goes about burying you. Yeah, yeah. Very sly. Very <laughs> he's slick. Sly. Yeah, he's slick. Uh, what's going on with Diva? And he's doing the whole agent thing. How's that working out for him with WWE? Pretty good, I guess, huh? Uh, as as far as I know, he tells me it's going well. So. That's great for him. I mean, that's you know. Yeah. He says it. It says it's good. Good for him. Good. No, no, he deserves that. And now, obviously, three D to school, the uh, wrestling. Your wrestling academy. I mean, uh, the success is. Uh, maybe you want to talk a little bit about that to so let people know a little bit about what's going on there. I know you always got different talent coming out of there that are that are on the cusp of being the next big thing, pun intended. So, uh, talk a little bit about that, bro. Well, no, I appreciate that because yeah, the the, the team three D academy in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, uh, we're going on our tenth year now. And um, things could not be going better. Uh, we just had two more signing uh, people who signed. Um, nice, Mar- Mary Kate. Um, I, I believe you remember her as Rosie Lotta Love back in the day. Oh, I do remember her. Yes, I remember yep. her. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Very Mary good. Kate. Yeah. You know, uh, she's she's never never stopped training. She ten years it took her, but she finally made it. Um, I'll never forget the first day she came into the school to our academy. And uh, just last week, she signed a contract with uh, WWE and wow. she'll be in NXT. Good for her. Well, you know what, bro? Yep. Before you name the second one, you know as well as me, that's an awesome thing. You know, it sucks when you wait 10 years. But what that does, hindsight, is it builds character. And that'll build character in that girl. You know, and she, or I should say she probably already has a lot of character because of that. And I, I mean, it builds that toughness and that, that you've been through a lot. You've worked your ass off to get to that level. Now it's there, and you, you, you cherish it as opposed to just being handed to it. Handed there, is, to, you know I mean? there is no doubt, and, and that's exactly the way she feels. And, you know, she told me, she goes, I will not screw this up. Wow. Because I know what kind of an opportunity this is for me. And legit, bro, I mean, 10 years. Wow. A lot of people would have thrown in the towel. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and, and, and she's a bigger girl who has got herself into, you know, the best shape of her life. And uh, I think she's going to do well. I know she's very. I remember seeing her work. She's very athletic for you know, like uh, for someone who's a, a bigger structure for a female, and she's definitely athletic as hell. So I could see them doing something pretty good with her there at WWE with NXT. I think that's going to be a good spot for her, bro. 
Yeah, I, I definitely hope so. And uh, like you said, she is very athletic. Um, and I hope and I wish nothing but great things for her. Good, man. That's good. Now, who's the second one that's just signed? Second uh, guy who just signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling and is going straight into their dojo is uh, Taula Fafita. Mm. And Taula Fafita is uh, the son of Haku. Of course. They're yes. all related. <laughs> yes. And uh, this will make this will make the third wow. uh, the third son of Haku awesome. that has come through the Team 3D Academy. Um, I, I don't know if you know the tag team. Uh, I think they're called God in New Japan, New Japan the Gorillas yeah. of Destruction. Yep. And uh, that's uh, uh, they uh, they were two of our original students. Also, awesome. uh, Tama Tonga and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and his brother. So, the third one, and uh, I wish them success also. Oh, that's great. I mean, and obviously, you know, uh, when you're the offspring of Haku, one of the greatest ever, I mean, and, and just a super guy, and not just that, but his in-ring work was underratedly good. I mean, for a man, a big man, how athletic, speak about being athletic. So, um, that, that's nice to hear it all about that, that, that now you had two signed and, and, and the second was Haku's son. So, that's awesome. So, you, you guys are just, I mean, you must get just flooded, bro, what people that are sending like VHS tapes, maybe not those, but you get my drift. Um, I'm showing my age. But no, like, the Predator. The predator. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> if, if, if people only knew what that meant. I know, and it's hilarious. Bro, no, you must get like so many people trying to come in because you got to weed it out. You can't just let any Tom, Dick, or Harry in there, right? We we get all sorts of people, you know, that that want to be wrestlers. You get your people who genuinely know that they want to be pro wrestlers and a gung ho from day one, and then you get your dreamers who come in, um, and you know, they you know they watch wrestling on TV and they think that they can do that, and then they show up day one. And they plop down their money, and then on day two, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we get them all in. But we uh, we really sit them down. We, we say everything that we probably shouldn't say to them before they start, because we give them full disclosure about what they're about to get themselves into. Yeah. And we're just very proud of the way our school uh, runs, and we've always said that we you, you may never make it in the wrestling business, but you will come out a respectful pro wrestler. Yeah, well, that's the key, and, you know, that's uh, you want that you want that because even if you don't make it to the big time to WWE or something like that, you could still hone your craft. You could still go on the road. You could still work, but at least you're coming out of a school that you and Devon are running. You're gonna come out like a gentleman or a lady and a professional, and that's the key. But you, otherwise, that's a bad reflection on you guys. If you got guys coming out acting like douchebags, then you know, next thing you know, people thinking. That's on you. You know what I mean? So that was something that I used to be concerned with with that House of Hardcore back in the day. And you were very close in that dojo, so you know the deal. And I was always concerned about that. Perry and I used to talk about that a lot. You know, we were always worried about that. It's the truth. And, and, the, and the best advice that I can give to, to, to guys and girls who are looking to become pro wrestlers and they're trying to find a school is this. You need to find a school that is owned, operated, and run by guys that have been there and have done that and have made it. It's very, very important, especially today with how wrestling has become so fine-tuned. If the people running the place have not done something with their own career, 
they're never going to be able to teach you how to do something with your career. And bro, it's so. not just it's not just that. And not, you're right. It's not just that, but it just the business, like you're saying, fine tune. And as you know, geez, probably the past I don't know more than 15 years, even more more scrutinized now than ever. TV type matches, TV time at the highest level. If you're going someplace and getting trained to learn how to take a bump or get put a headlock on a guy or do a moonsault, okay, that's cool. Okay, but how are you going to teach me to to work a TV match? Uh, at Ring of Honor or WWE, uh, you know, NXT or whatever, TNA, when you've never been in a TV match or you've never had time restraints on you for a promo or, you know what I mean? Like, th- that's the true experience, like really being in the pit at the highest level, you know, and I, I hate to knock, it's not that I want to knock other schools, but, you know, uh, it, it, look, if you're going to get trained and you're going to spend your money to get trained, you should want to get to the highest level you can, right? So you want to go to people, to your point, that have been to that level because they could tell you how the tricks of the trade that and how tough it is and that you you know you got to work your balls off. That, that's that's it. It's flat out and simple. It's a fact. You know, yeah. it, it, it is the way it is. I, if if I want to learn how to you know become the best at anything, I'm going to seek out a school that is run by people who were the best at what they do. Yeah, and uh, that's it. If you have an instructor teaching you um, how to, listen, anybody can teach somebody how to do a headlock, but no, not everybody can teach how to cut a promo the correct way or the psychology of the wrestling business. And that's what you really, really need to seek out. There are too many people running fly-by-night schools these days. Yep, no, I know, I know. And it's, it, it, they, I guess some cats want to make a fast buck or something like that, and they want to work people and, and whatever, but... And, and, you know, maybe it's a price thing, too. Maybe some people can't afford to go to a better school, and I, I respect that. I but they have a dream to be a wrestler. Or they can't travel to wherever a school is that's better. I, so I understand, you know, that's going to happen sometimes. I'm sure you do, too. But, you know what, if you really are invested in b- all balls in, then, then you you know, you got to go to the right spot. It's that simple. Yep. So, um, Agreed. Well, so what about the whole thing now? So let's shift gears here, talk a little football. I know for those that don't know, you are a very big Dallas Cowboy fan. And I, as of recent, I've been jumping on the Cowboy bandwagon. So um, I'm just letting, I'm just letting, but you, now for anybody that's going to attack you, I'm letting people know that Bubba Ray Dudley, Bully Ray, has been a big Dallas Cowboy fan since I know him. So you must be really fired up right now, seeing this thing is starting to come together. Uh, listen, I'm I'm more happy this year than I've been in the past ten years. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I'm definitely happy. Uh, I, I'm just I, I'm hoping for the best because now is when you know you know Dak and Zeke and these guys will be in the, their first ever playoff situation yep, where yep. you know do, do I think the nerves are going to get to them? No, because nah. so so far they've been grace under pressure. But, uh, you know, you never know. Now is when it really, really means something. And, uh, and I hope they, uh, they, you know, they pull together against Green Bay. Yeah, and that Aaron Rodgers, man, he looked unbelievable yesterday. But we've seen in the beginning of the year, he sucked. And in the beginning of that game yesterday, I don't know how much you caught because you were traveling, but, you know, he kind of sucked in that Giant game early on in that game. He did. But, you know what? I mean, the Cowboys got, uh, uh, you know, look, the Packers got a great offensive line, but the Packers, I'm sorry, the Cowboys also have a great offensive line. But that Cowboy defense is legit. Oh, you know what I want to ask you, too, about Romo, Tony Romo. So, obviously, I assume you've always been a big Romo fan, being a Cowboy fan. Now, obviously, you know, he lost that starting role. 
he's probably going to be out of there. I mean, you, you, you bummed about that because you probably were a Romo fan or no? Uh, no, it's it, it just like wrestling. It, it's business. Yeah. You know, I would love to keep Tony Romo around as a, as a as a person who can help, you know, uh, groom Dak and, yeah. and help Dak and have a, a a phenomenal, you know, second string quarterback that could that could come back in and you know help you at any given moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, he still wants to play. I guess. Oh, bro, so, you see when that you game know. he came in for a series, they scored. He came in for his high spot, bro. It was unbelievable. Uh, it was the last week or two weeks or whatever it was. Exactly. Tony Romo has done everything that he possibly can for the Dallas Cowboys. And he was so humble in passing the torch over to Dak. Um, the guy's got more money than God. You know, Jerry Jones has taken great, great care of him. Yeah. Um, so you, you have nothing else but to wish him the best because he's been so cool in this situation. No, he has. And he's really uh, just, look, I still think he's got a couple years left. I don't know how old, how, how old is he. Dennis, you have any idea? 36 or Yeah. So, so, but I mean, you know, he's he's been banged up. But, man, he looks sharp as hell. And you know what? I think that's a good thing. It's just like the business, you know. You know when you're when you're on work, work your way to main event, as you know, bro. It's like, and then you got some young guys coming up behind you that breathe down your throat. You know, it motivates you to be more creative as a worker, cut better promos, make your body better, and that's the same thing as you know, as we know with football. You got a quarterback like like uh, uh, Dak, who now's the rookie in charge, and and the whole deal. Here comes the veteran who's proven. Comes out from being injured, steps in for a series, kicks ass. You know, Dak was probably like, "Oh no!" So that motivates that kid. There's no doubt. It makes you work uh, to a higher level. Um, it's kind of like a typical ECW show back in the day. Oh. You know, if you couldn't follow, then get out. Yeah, and it was, and that happened all the time. No matter. I remember. I mean, I'm sure you were in the same boat. Like, I, it's like. I try to tell people that you know try to follow a Van Dam match, okay? Or or I I remember seeing like like uh, what was that? Are you guys in the Eliminators or well you guys what you guys were doing was a whole different level and it, it was tough to I uh, you know I I hated that I hated it it motivated me, but you know it was hard and we had from top to bottom on a card I mean everybody was an attraction everybody yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Whole, try following a Sandman entrance <laughs> and, and him whacking a few guys with a kendo stick, and it's like, okay, uh, can we play something else before we play War Machine? You know? <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the whole point of bringing this up is how it would motivate the next guy to go out there and do even better. That's right. And, uh, you know, and that's how it's relating to Dak and Tony. And exactly you always right. want to be motivated. You always want to work up to somebody else's level. Because once, you know, mediocrity sets in, you know, you get stale, you yeah. get complacent. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's not good for anybody. No, that's what happens here. That's why I go through, uh, I go through producers like uh, most go through underwear. Uh, so it's horrible. Uh, be honest. Yeah, yeah, this new kid, he was horrible when he answered the phone. Oh, that's, no, that's the, he's the call screener. <laughs> but that's Anthony, oh. bro. I was, his name is Anthony, right? He, he, where's he from, Brooklyn? Where's he from? Hold on. Hold Central on, Jersey. He's from Central Jersey. His name's Anthony, Island, right? Yeah. He's a paisan, right? So I, I, I call. What do I call him, bro? Anthony. You know the deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Anthony. It's Anthony. Yeah, well, he was, bro. He was horrible on the call screen gimmick. Yeah, yeah. He was not polite. He was. Uh, <laughs> he's definitely a detriment to your business. Well, that's uh, duly noted. Today was his first day, and it's his last day. Thanks for coming. That is last. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, you know what it is? There's a certain aura when these guys show up for work with me every day, bro, in the morning. You know, it's something, you know. So, 
So are you are you coming? Are you coming? To, you coming? Uh, you coming to my big signing tonight? Oh, uh, actually, uh, uh, not today. Not happening. Uh, no, I can't oh. make it, bro. I'm sorry. I got. I got. Uh, I got. I got. You, you got a thing? I got a fish in the tank with the with the bathtub. I got. A, I got a jacuzzi got a problem. Yeah, I can't. You take care of that thing over there. I can't. No, that's not happening. Uh, but no, you're gonna get a lot of people there, bro. You're gonna be over like Rover. I promise. And, you know, you're gonna. You really. You're gonna, just don't get too drunk, and next thing you know, you're knocking people out. Don't do that. No, please. no, no, no. Those days are. Uh, those days are long gone. <laughs> Good. Those days are long gone. We're getting too old, bro. We're getting too old, you know what I mean? So, what do you do? You're bouncing. You're in the Northeast. Sometimes you're down in Florida. You're all over the place. Where are you now? I'm curious. Well, I have residencies down in Florida. I have residencies up here in New York. Oh, fancy day. A lot of, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, when you, you had just asked about school, yeah. uh, we are going to be opening up another Team, D, Team 3D Academy in oh. the Northeast. Oh, well, that's kind of breaking news, wouldn't you say? And that, why are you underselling? That's big, bro. That's huge news. Well, it's not like it's going to be opening up tomorrow or I have a start date, but it's going to be sometime in 2017, and uh, we will be opening up another Team 3D Academy someplace ah, in the Northeast. That's awesome. Right yeah. That's that's really awesome. Congrats on that. Oh, it's a loud audience. Big pop. Um, yeah, no, bro. Is it, can you say, like, is it, it Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts? Whereabouts? It's, we're trying to centralize it the best we can. Mm. Right now, we're, I'm leaning towards Connecticut. Okay. Um, uh. There is a very nice facility in Connecticut already run by a guy that used to work, and uh, he has a, a beautiful gym and a beautiful wrestling uh, ring. And Is that uh, an I orange? That, is that an orange, Connecticut? No. Okay. No. No, so um, I might just uh, go in there and uh, take that place over and just buy him out and turn it into the Team 3D Academy. And, uh, you know, the Northeast has forever, since day one, been a hotbed for, you know, up-and-coming progressors. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, uh, you know, as you know, yourself, me, so many, so many guys. Tons of guys. And, and I really want to put a quality wrestling school into the northeast not that the guys that do have schools up here not i'm not knocking anybody right, right. but this goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the northeast is there anybody with like a name who has truly truly made it in our business running a school um, yeah. And that's what I want to try to do. I think yeah, I think you're onto something there, buddy. You know, uh, you know, if you want me to help run it with you, it's I, I, I'm going to charge a lot of money. I'm just letting you know that a ton, like a ton and ton of money. So you don't you don't even want you want to come you don't want to come to my appearance tonight, but you want to come into my wrestling school already. <laughs> Test one, two. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's exactly right, sir. All right, look, I got to go. I got to go to break. Are we done here or what? We're good, bro. I don't know. It's just your show. I don't know. You, I got to go to break. Told- you told me you want me to stay around for like four segments last <laughs> time. No, no, I didn't. I have a show to do, sir. I mean, look. All I, right, I, listen. I'm done with you. Yeah, just plug my, plug my appearance again. Come I on. Will, I will plug your appearance tonight. What time is it again? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably going to probably get there around 7 o'clock. No, or no, 7 no, 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 no. From 6 to 8 is meet like the, oh, 6, six to, eight. to 8 is the meet and greet and all the right. Q&A, and you can get all your action figures signed oh. and you know, that's when we can have our nice, pleasant interaction where, you know, I can act nice to the fans. Oh, and you will do a great job, sir. And that's tonight in Jersey uh, at uh, game time. I play America. Uh, what town is that in? 
Freehold. Freehold, New Jersey at 6 p.m. By great adventure. By great adventure. Of course, great adventure. Look, you're telling me to plug the appearance. You're doing it, if you think about it. It's 6 to 8, Freehold, New Jersey. Right there, Bully Ray. Go go get an autograph, a picture with the guy. Have a, Buy him a shot. Uh, if you're over 21, whatever the state law is there in Jersey. And uh, and it'll be great. You watch some Raw with the guy. He'll give all the ins and outs. He'll break kayfabe. It'll be great. So uh, Tremendous. <laughs> all right. All right, bro. Look, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you, man. See you. I'll talk to you. There you go, Bully Ray. Look, I got to go to break right there. It was great having Bully on, of course. Make sure you go see him tonight in Freehold. And uh, other side of break, I'll give you guys a little raw preview. Uh, talk a little bit more, a little bit. I didn't get too much detail about the whole thing about John Cena's Instagram. And take a couple more phone calls. We'll get rolling here. Tash Show, sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's a Monday edition of Taz Show coming at you. Fourth quarter city coming here right now. Oh, had Bully Ray on the last segment. It was great. Thank you, Bully, for coming on. I'm looking at the gimmick chat here on uh, TazShow.com. And uh, just uh, leaving Tom. He says, VIP, meet and greet, 6 to 7.30 p.m. Viewing party, 8 p.m. to 11 PM. The viewing party is a 21 and over event taking place inside I Play America's uh, Time Bar and Grill in the bar area. Wow. Thank you, Tom, for helping plug the Bully Ray appearance tonight over there in New Jersey. I would go to Bully's appearance. I just, I do have like something going on with my jacuzzi. I need to fix it. There's a busted pipe and there's a Dynaflow issue. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, how that plumbing system works in certain jacuzzis, Dennis, with the Dynaflow. Are you familiar with the Dynaflow? I'm a little familiar. It's going to take a little longer. If you GTS Dynaflow, that's with a Y. It's one word, Dynaflow. Can you tell me what pops up? I'm curious. As you're doing that, I'm going to also take a phone call uh, right here. This gentleman... A couple people have been on hold a while, and I want to get to these people here because I want to be a gentleman and a scholar, and I'm a good man. Hey, uh, Scott in Portland, uh, you're on the Tasha. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Lumberjacks. Oh, good moment, sir. Good moment. How are we? How are we this, this great moment? Yes. How are you? What's going on? Talk to me. I'm great. I'm, I'm thrilled to have you guys back. Uh, first and foremost, first time, long time. Oh, look at this guy. Ow, the yambang shot. All yes, right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, also, I'd like to put you guys over. Uh, man. I listen to the audio on the man of you guys every single day. It's like a familiar voice that gets me through my work day, and I really greatly appreciate everything you do for us as fans. Oh, thank you very much. That's very nice. And I want to thank you personally for supporting the Taz Show and everybody here on the team and uh, what CBS Radio provides and the platform they give me and, and you, you support. It's a big deal to me. Thank you. Dear brother, it's a pleasure. Now, I want to get into it. Um, first and foremost, Anthony, the call screen was nothing but pleasant and polite to me, so he's done a great job. Look at that. He's great. All right, Anthony's getting, Anthony's getting over with everybody. Look at this. It's awesome. I love Anthony. All right, all right good. That's nice you to say. Very nice. And uh, did you happen to catch Bring It to the Table, the program on the WWE Network that they have now? I, I was able to watch, um, believe it or not, literally one minute of it. Um, nice. No, no, and I, there's a couple of reasons why I watched one minute. Uh, one, I cannot watch shows like that too long. Sure. Uh, no, because I'm a, I am a, um, Scott, I'm, um, hmm, I'm an ultra 
and I've said this before, but it's not an overstatement. I'm an ultra competitive person, like very, Absolutely. very insanely, like disturbing competitive sometimes. So well, we appreciate it. Yeah, and then sometimes I'm cool I'm about it. So that's one reason. <laughs> that's one reason why I couldn't watch it. Other reason was I, I had to get up in the morning early and do something that was on late. Um, you know, and and uh, but yeah, I caught a little bit of it. Like I said, like one minute of it. I, I all I need to do is watch a minute or two minutes of something. I can get the drift right away. Right, absolutely. I mean, to be honest, you, they were talking about topics on there that, that I've I've been covered on my show for I don't know past two months. That, that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to say. I know you guys are best friends again, but man, oh, of course, they're hacking you. They're hacking you hard. It looks like. Uh, yeah, it's a little hacked. And I don't want to say that, man. I like the product. I like what we do. You know, I especially have a lot of respect for what you do. But it seems like they're just hacking your product, brother. <laughs> well, what do you mean with that show? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I well, mean, even yeah, even but hold Paul on, but that just, that show. What's that? Even Paul Heyman was just like, man, I've heard Kaz say all these same things before. <laughs> oh, Heyman said that on the sh- not on the show. No, no. I mean, I mean, what Heyman was saying was really similar to stuff I've heard you say before yourself. Oh, 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 oh I got you. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what it is, man. Um, I think that show right there, Scott, was more of a, it's kind of like their feel, the WWE's feel, uh, slant or twist on like PTI from ESPN or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Undisputed, which is a new show on Fox with Shannon Sharp. Is it Shannon Sharp? Sharp. And uh, uh, Skip Gimmick. And um, Skip. great name. Skip Gimmick is a great name. So I think yeah, it's kind of... Actually, that's what we get trained as, a Skip Gimmick. I love yeah, it. Skip, Skip Gimmick. It's, a, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a spin-off of that, which I think is cool by WWE to do that. I, I think it's cool that they're doing a show that's kind of a spin-off feel of uh, PTI. I think that's fine. I think that's cool. Obviously, it's well-produced. I think WWE is well-produced. Um, uh, you know, uh, you know, you got guys, if you have guys on there that are credible, like a Paul Heyman or JBL, guys that have been successful in the industry for a lot of years, well, that's going to work. I don't know if those guys are permanent. I don't know if it's rotating. I don't know if the show's permanent. I'm hearing Scullabut, the show did well, that people watched it, so I would assume it would come back. A guy like Rosenberg, he's a guy from the radio business for a long time, and he also is a very big wrestling fan, and that's fine. I just think you've got to, um, you know, if you're going to have a show uh, like that, I, I think you gotta you got to make sure the topics are current. Um, that's important. The cop- topics got to be current. Um, some of those topics were kind of, I, I think maybe that was on a kind of a pilot they did there or something, or a test run deal. Look, WWE, everybody knows that they're my boys again, and we're buddies. We know that. But let's be honest. They do things the right way from a production standpoint, creatively with stuff like this. It's original programming for the WWE Network. It's more bang for your buck for $9.99. So kudos to them. I hope that show, uh, Bring It to the Table, is ultra successful to WWE. I really do. I hope so. And I appreciate you calling Scott and a guy like you saying that, you know, they kind of hacked me. Did you catch it or not, Dennis? I saw, like you did, I saw the first couple minutes and I said, hey, very similar to a show that I just recently got hired with. I don't want to start mixing business with pleasure. So I said, you know what? Let's do our thing. Uh-huh. Let them do their thing. Right, 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 right. And if we have to have a Royal Rumble about it, then <laughs> we'll cross yeah. that bridge later. <laughs> so when JBL goes for the clothesline from hell, I will push you in front <laughs> of him. Right, how about I'll that? take the bump. <laughs> so, no, no, I, I, I hope they do well with it. I, I, again, I'm sure it'll be back. I mean, 
like I said, I heard that, that it did pretty good, which is nice. It's giving the WWE Network and the fans on WWE Network something a little bit different. It's still their production, though. It's still, it does look like stuff that they produce because it is the WWE, so it should look like stuff they produce. So, you know, we'll see. As long as it's independent and they're going to shoot with it, then fine. You know, I mean, but you can't shoot halfway. See, what I do out here is it's full, you know, full shoot Jones. I'm straight up. I protect the business to a degree more than you guys know. There is, there, I only tell you guys about 80% of stuff I know. Let's put it that way. There are stories. There are things that happen that I've seen with certain people that, trust me, I'm not saying. But I don't need to do that. I would never. I would always keep my integrity from my brethren. But I could still give insight and expertise and opinions, be entertaining, have fun. Uh, and thanks to ha having all you guys having my back out here and being in my audience, that's obviously, without you guys, I have no show. So I do appreciate that part. Hey, uh, Aaron in Minnesota, you are on the Taz Show. Sup. Sup. Um, I was just wondering, uh, so I'm a pretty big TNA fan. Oh, yeah? And, uh, I was wondering if they could ever build a network, like a WWE network, and uh, would that sell? No. It would not sell, uh, and I don't think it would work. And, you know, I worked there for a long time, and I know a lot of people there, and I don't. I think right now TNA is in a big-time flux, and um, and it's probably the, the name of the thing is going to change, I, I would think, because Fight Network owns it now, Anthem. And I wouldn't be shocked, like I said the other day, if that whole, whole kit and caboodle moves to Canada and they run that company, which is fine. I think it'd be successful. And maybe to your point, they could do something on the Fight Network, meaning like housing old programming, but are you are you asking if it would be something like the to the level of a WWE network? Yeah, because uh, they have a lot of good history. I mean, they have right. some amazing a lot of a lot of good stuff. No doubt. No, no, yeah. dude, you're right about that. The pro the other problem is the amount of programming you need. The tape library they have it for TNA, yes, but they don't have it for all these other brands. Where WWE has the ECW library they own. That's yep. massive. They yep. have the WCW lot. You know what I mean? You get you have all these other companies yep. too. AWA. You get my drift? Yeah, yeah, that and that's understandable, but like do you know where the best area to find old TNA stuff is other than like YouTube? Because I, <sighs> I would like to watch from episode one to now because yeah. I've only see I've not seen it all, you know. I would like you know, to Aaron, I could find that out from you. I could reach out to somebody like a Jeremy Borash for you, something like that. He might have that answer. Um, yeah. I'll try and find out. Give me, give me during the week. I, I don't. Do you listen or watch my show all the time, or not really? Uh, actually, I just uh, today is the first uh, episode I'm watching. It's going to be a new tradition. I think I'm going to oh. start watching. Well, I appreciate you being a new viewer or supporter of the show. Thank you, buddy. And I I've will. Been tweet, I've been, I've been tweeting to you, and I, I've been just watching. So, all right, man. Uh, um. I don't remember what I was going to say. That's but, all right, bro. I will, yeah, I will try. Weird. I will try and get that information. All right, Aaron. I'll do my best. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I was gonna say is I've been tweeting to like Jeff Jarrett and uh, uh, Dixie Carter. I've been tweeting to them, but I've got nothing back. Oh well, I mean Jeff sometimes replies to people. Dixie, I think's in a whole nother. She's kind of on the way out to Donald Jones. So, um, but you know, your boy here, you tweet at me. I do my best effort to get back to you. Right or wrong? Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll send my tweet to you saying about this. All right? Just remind me because I'll forget. But I'll, I'll I'll reach out to the right people to see if I can get the information about how you could get a hold of uh, where on YouTube or whatever uh, some old school TNA stuff. And thank you, Aaron, for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, so that's the deal. See, that's see, see. Listen, lumberjack. Look, Dennis. Timber. That's what happens here. I do everything. I I, I help. I'm like a convenience store. 
A real it's, Mother Teresa. <laughs> I'm like Mother Teresa, but different. And the thing is, like, I, I you know, there are times I could have outbursts. Absolutely. That will happen with callers maybe once in a while. I'm usually very nice to the callers. Sometimes with people, you might see me during the, around the office here with some people. I get a little crazy sometimes. You see, sometimes I might get an attitude with some people. You know what I mean? Get back to work before I give you a beating. That happens sometimes. I'm just telling you. You know, so sometimes that. But for the most part, I'm usually pretty much a nice guy. You know, I really am. I'm not the douche that some people think I am. Uh, you know, uh, look, we have uh, here on the, on the uh, Twitter, if I could take a look here. Uh, Eric Fisano, I always mess this man's name up. He's treated me before. At TruthX16X. He said, hey, Taz, can we get some uh, Dennis Jones uh, merch? The only thing missing uh, on the Taz show. Wow, he wants... Look at this. Look, see the captain. Remember the captain? Buy a hat. He used to have his own T-shirt here at uh, on clothesline or pro wrestling tees under my gimmick. Did you know that? I did. I, I it, it's a good looking shirt. It's a very sharp shirt. Yes, and maybe look, you're obviously a marketable man. I mean, so Thank you. maybe to Eric's point, maybe we need to get a uh, maybe we need a poll. You missed a joke. <laughs> right over the head. He don't get it. That, that used to be a thing. Uh, it's like, I got to do a segment called reminiscing without the captain. <laughs> No, I I would say we need a poll. It was like a joke that only him and I got. And now we need to create our own jokes. Yeah, I'm trying, bro. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. Stop. There's one. We, we got one. We got one. No, no. Maybe we need to put a poll up. Should Lumberjack Dennis Jones have his own T-shirt? That's not a bad idea. Start constructing. I a... could pee. I, I could pee. I'm oh, I hope so. I, could see, <laughs> I had too much water. No, I could see like um, your shirt being kind of almost like not hacking uh, Mick Foley, but like a plaid looking logo. That's plaid, you know, because the lumberjacks, they wear the plaid, right? So something plaid, and it's like it says Timber Jones. It could be funny. You know, something like that. That's just going to sell like hotcakes. Are you kidding me? Speaking of shirts, let me segue into my shirts. Um, uh, nice. the, the shirt that I'm wearing right now, you got one of these, right, Freebie Jones? I do. I do have one. The Rover shirt. Hey, video, Brian, if you could fly up that graph, if those watching the video, look at that. Be over like Rover. Clothesline.com. Get yourself the brand new Rover T-shirt. That's the mascot of the Tasher. I haven't seen Rover walking around here. I think uh, Crying Brian was walking them earlier. Actually, Brian passed them off to Anthony. Oh, Anthony's got them. Yeah, so and he's not feeding him like cannolis and raviolis and managot, right? He's not a lot of pasta. <laughs> I don't know if that's good for the dog. No, no, Rover. Rover is never referred to as a dog. He's the mascot. He's a gentleman and he's a scholar and he's Rover. I so Rover, Rover, the, he doesn't respond well to too many carbs because he'll be laying around farting and like, burping up. It's, you know, actually he's drooling, he's spitting up and stuff like that. So you know, we want him to eat the proper like hookanubis, like the food that the dogs. You have a dog? I do. Really? What kind of dog do you have? I'm embarrassed to say it's a pug. No one cares. Interesting. I don't have a dog. I don't have. I had. I grew up with dogs. Uh, why are you embarrassed to say it's a pug? Pugs are great dogs. No, they're no. No. What? What? You don't love your dog? What's your I, dog's name? Zeus. Okay, so he's jacked on the juice. It's Zeus. a. It's a big pug. He's a big pug. Thirty pound pug. Ooh. Okay. So. Why do you have heat with your own dog? I mean, you seem like you're disappointed he, in, in, in Zeus. He's a pet rock. 
He doesn't. He's not. He mobile. don't do nothing. He eats a lot of pasta. You see, you're carving him up. That's yeah, the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Got to get him on that diet. Does he like uh, run around? Is he like pissing no. all over the place and shit? No, everywhere? no. He's like, very good um, oh. bodily fluid wise. <laughs> he knows. He knows when to go and where to do it. Wait a second. So wait. Let me get this straight. So, so you're telling me he doesn't. He's not. You know, oozing poop out of his butt. He's not pissing all over the house. Right. He's not throwing up food. Dry heaving. Right? He's not doing any of that. None of that. When he has to go out to the bathroom, he goes. Right? Yeah. Outside. Right? Okay. So if you brought him in the studio and we put him on the desk for two hours, he would just not move. I would guarantee he wouldn't move. Wait a minute. So we put him on the desk. We have Chef Mike make him a back. And we have Zeus eat a back. But if Rova sees Zeus. Zeus is gone. Yeah. Rova might eat him. So, because Rova's a big, mean son of a bitch. Right? So now maybe we get. Chef Mike to make a big beck for Zeus, and we make sure Rover's not in the studio. Rover's always running around here, you know what I mean? We could we could work that out. How old is Zeus? Here's the thing. He's a, he's an old pup. Oh, uh, I don't want no old dogs Eleven. Here. <sighs> Dude, I don't want no some old relic dog That's here. That's what I'm saying. Because like gotta... in dog years, that thing's 40-something, 50 years old, right? 77. Thank you. I don't count well. No, so. you do. You're a genius. That's right. I am a genius. Yes! I forgot I am a genius. Yes! I'll tell you this right now. You bring that dog in the studio and Rover sees it, Rover will bite one of that old-ass dog's legs off. I'm just telling you. Is Zeus a pedigree or you have papers on this dog? Yeah, yeah. We uh, Really? The One of the neighbors bred. There, there's like a pug community within our... Interesting. And he's the... Uh, Zeus is the king of the pugs. Really? He's, so he's like the boss. For now, until he runs into Rover, and then well, now, yeah. Now Zeus. No, issues. if you had a, we had them fight Rover, and I don't, I don't promote dog fighting. But if we had Rover, that's a good. Michael that's Vick a smart, all of a sudden, that's like <laughs> Michael Vick, line three. No, but like if I, if I, I had Rover fight your dog Zeus, it, it'd be oh, over. No it'd be over for, for Zeus. Over, over. I mean, it would end quick. It would be bad. It really would. I'm just telling. Zeus has a real armadillo vibe to him, where he would just curl up and hope his his shell armadillo. would. <laughs> would, would protect him, and it wouldn't because Zeus doesn't have a shell. Uh, look, last thing I want to say uh, before I uh, – um, uh, oh, hold on, wait. I'll get into that later. Um, it's a whole other story. The um, I want to say behind you, uh, Dennis, is a flag, a new flag, before I wrap the show up. Um, these flags are not for sale just yet. Uh, but, you know, uh, you've seen me tweet some stuff. We did it from the Taz Show account also. There's going to be flags that eventually will be for sale that'll be that size so you guys can use them at any shows where you guys connect, like tailgating situations or whatever, any wrestling shows you go to, or if you just want to put them in your, uh, in your room or your dorm or in your bar or your man cave or you want to put it in your corporate office just around with a big Taz Show flag, you know, where it says over like Rover, there's a big picture of Rover on there, you could do that. Okay, they're going to be for sale soon, not yet. Uh, it's going to be very similar to the one that's behind uh, the Lumberjack. But uh, I, I, once we get the exact design, uh, it, you know, we'll make sure we put it out there on social media so you guys know what you're buying if you want to buy one. So those flags will be available. Seems like a lot of people are inter- into the flags. You know, I'm not surprised. You need to to, to yeah. rep hard. You buy the shirts. You buy the shirts. The next the next evolution is flags. Well, it's a free show here, right? So you're getting, you're getting. You know, I don't want to go into the ten hours of content free every week, but I can get into that with you. I mean, so it's like, a, I mean, how much more do I got to do? Uh, by the way, I got to do a raw preview before I wrap the show up. But I'm just saying, I had to plug the flags. You know, I'm catching up. 
as we said, I don't catch up. I'm ahead. But I had to catch up on selling some of the propaganda here on my show. Yes, that's exactly right. I agree with that. Uh, so anyway, look, tonight on uh, Raw, it's uh, going to be from New Orleans, which is a great uh, which is a great um, wrestling uh, town for many years, wrestling city. Big night, HBK comes back. Shawn Michaels' uh, appearance is confirmed while The Undertaker is rumored. So where there's smoke, there's fire. If there's rumor that The Undertaker will be there, then you know he will be there. Okay, Roman Reigns will defend his United States title in a two-on-one handicap match against Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Man, I still wish this Jericho Owens thing would end and then let these two cats go on their own. But, you know, they do have chemistry, but I just want to see the Universal Champ on his own. But that should be a pretty good match, though. Uh, you think? Yes? No? Maybe so? What do you think? No? I mean, they're they're trying so hard for Reigns to drop the belt, and they just don't know how to do it properly. A two-on-one's got to be the way to do it, right? Wait, you're saying they want, what would you say? They want Reigns to drop his belt? The, the U.S. title. Right. They want him to drop the belt, and then they're not doing it properly, you're saying? They're trying to find the right way to do it properly. Mm. And I think a two-on-one handicap match is it. Because then you could have a little fantasy book in here. You have Jericho win it. Then, you know, let's say KO does all the grunt work. Right, right, right. And then Jericho just comes in and pins him. And yeah, then yeah. that's how you tease their dissension. Like, yeah. hey, man, I carried you the whole match. Yeah, yeah. And you just come in and steal the shine at the end. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, that's yeah. how you go yeah. about their, yeah, 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 yeah. their breakup. Mm. You could do that. You're, you're basically, in essence, you're saying you're protecting Roman Reigns if they do switch the title tonight and put it on Jericho, which I don't think would be a bad thing. I mean, I, to your point, I don't I don't disagree with that. That could happen, right? This is for the title, right? He'll defend the U.S. title in a 2-on-1 handicap match. Yeah, you could do that. Um, for sure, you could do something. Uh, you know, if I'm if I'm the character of Kevin Owens, I'm gonna be on my soapbox going on and on that tonight. I would do this on Raw if I'm him. That he's gonna have both titles. He's gonna have the U.S. title. He's already the Universal Champ. He don't even need the U.S. title. But he's gonna take that too. He's, that that could be a great thing. You know, that, that that those type of promos by him. Now his character would do that. You know. Um, Charlotte Flair will defend her women's title against Bailey. Did I say it already? I don't know if I did, but uh, yeah. So you know, uh, Bailey, they're they're putting they're oomphing her up a little bit. I, but I do think Charlotte Flair is still going to keep running here. But I think Bailey, I'm a big fan of Bailey. I'm a big fan of Charlotte too. So um, she'll be good. And you know, they got 22 spots open. Uh, you know, so they'll see. Uh, uh, it says yeah, uh, 22 spots open. What superstars will announce their entrance into the Royal Rumble coming up on January 29th? So we shall see. I guess we'll get a better idea. Uh, with the Rumble and where they're going to come in and all that stuff. So it seems like tonight's a good Raw. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. You know I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure. And I want to thank uh, a special guest in this episode, Bully Ray. And also, uh, he was great as always. Uh, he's been on the show a couple times before. So that's uh, always awesome. I want to welcome aboard the new call screen of Anthony. Uh, it seems like he went off without a hitch. That bully thought he sucked. Uh, the, the lumberjack himself here, uh, Dennis Jones, kicking ass as usual, running the, the production of the show, the producing. Video Brian kicking ass backstage, uh, backstage on the uh, in the video control room. And Crying Brian was running around here doing something. What he's doing, I have no idea. But he was here. He's a stooge. Office stooge. No, he's an office stooge. All right, so that's it. So check out the audio on demand a little while. Video gain a little while. For everybody hit the Taz show, I'm out. See you tomorrow. Getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now 
wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering.